Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today, we're going to be talking about the Lightning on their quest to get to the Stanley Cup Finals up in Edmonton. We're talking about the Bucks getting ready to kick it off this weekend. And also the Rays, who are still in first place, having a tough week, but they're still hanging in there. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. And now, Tree Heroes of Florida is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Their tireless effort should never go unnoticed. This salute is from Tree Heroes of Florida, backed by years of tree service experience. For tree trimming, removal, stump grinding, and more, trust the name we trust, Tree Heroes of Florida. Call today and ask about their troop and veteran discounts. 727-307-9220. That's 727-307-9220. That's Tree Heroes of Florida. They're professionals. Who care? Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You're in the gymnasium. The number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. I'd like to know, what are you more interested in seeing this weekend? The Lightning play, games three and four, or the Bucks kicking it off on Sunday against the Saints up there in NOLA? I'd love to hear it. Let me know what you have to say about one of those two choices. So let's talk about the Bolts a little bit. This past week, the Lightning go up two games to none after a first game blowout and a second game squeaker where they scored the winning goal. Kucherov had the winning goal with 8.8 seconds to go in the uh, third period to win that uh, exciting game and take us to a game three. So... If you look at the series right now, you can go back to uh, the 2016 Eastern Conference semifinal matchup in which the Bolts won in five games after dropping the opening contest against them. Obviously, we're up right now in that 2-0. to zero. The Lightning are 10-2 all time versus the Islanders in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So that's a good record to have. We also... Um, own a 2-0 lead in an Eastern Conference Final for the first time in franchise history. So before we entered the game on Wednesday, the Lightning were 0-3 in Game 2s when winning the opening game of an Eastern Conference uh, Final, which of course is what we're in right now. And the Bolts are 5-0 in all-time playoff series when jumping out to a 2-0 lead. So, you know, we, we posted our fourth comeback win in Game 2, I know we were trailing a little bit in that game, but we did come back. I'll tell you, Vasilevsky really looks strong between the pipes there. Um, the whole team actually um, looked very strong if you look at um, both the production of the offense as well as the stops on the defensive end. We've outscored opponents 27-10 on the current win streak that we're at, which is tied with Vegas uh, for the longest streak in the postseason. Also, Tampa Bay has won nine of its last 10 playoff contests. So uh, we're 16 and 10 all time in game threes. And um, I look forward to a good weekend. The Bolts have a chance to actually wrap it up this weekend. And it's going to come down to, I think, the play of Kucherov. Because anytime that you have a, a team down two games to zero, 
Uh, they have to win that third game to stay alive. So I really think that um, coming out Friday, the um, Islanders are going to throw everything they can at the bolts. I think the Kucherov, if he stays calm the way he has, he's made some great saves. He's done everything but, you know, stand on his head with some of these saves he's making. But, um, you know, I also loved the reaction of Cooper after Kucherov made the shot in the game on Wednesday night. Uh, you usually don't see a lot of reaction one way or the other or emotion from uh, Cooper on the uh, the bench there. But he was really, um, you know, fist pumping and uh, excited after Kucherov hit that goal. And I think one of the reasons, uh, besides the fact that it won the game for them, but it also allowed them to get some rest instead of having to go to an overtime period. Because as they go into game three, you know, everyone knows we're out with an out coast at this point. Uh, Alex Kalorn will not be playing because of the one-game suspension due to the, the boarding penalty, um, a major misconduct and got thrown out of the game. So he won't be playing uh, game three. And also, Braden Point is questionable whether or not he's going to be playing. So that's a big, that's a big, um, uh, a big hole to fill if Point's not playing. He's one of the drivers on this team. Obviously, everyone contributes on the Lightning uh, during the course of the season, and especially in the playoffs. Every shift out there matters. But uh, you have some players who come up big at certain points, and um, no pun intended, but Braden Point is one of those people who is actually a driver and starts to play and finds a way to you know, penetrate and try to you know, get the puck to the person who's in a better position or else uh, shoot himself. And uh, more times than not, it's worked out for the Lightning in a positive way. So I think that as long as Vasilevsky stays hot, as long as we stay tough on the defensive end, um, again, our defense has really stepped it up. We were talking on this show you know, back in um, you know January that this team was really coming together and weren't really concerned about some of the earlier season losses that um, that have it all together by playoff time. And it really looks as though that's coming to fruition. So I think that um, come this weekend, we should be getting ready to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, it will be a best of seven series with either the Dallas Stars or the Vegas Knights. Uh, that series is two to one right now. Um, Dallas is winning. They won uh, last night uh, in overtime. So that's a, a big physical series as well. Uh, neither of those teams, I don't think, can match up with our speed that we have. Uh, they are big, but we have a lot of tough players on our team as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to call in, like I said, 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to continue the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195. 800-943-2195. That's 800-943-2195. Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the Rays a little bit right now. It's been a tough uh, week for them. They've gone uh, 5-5 in the last 10 games, including dropping three out of the last four. We're battling the Red Sox this weekend. Record right now is 28 and 16. Um, Still good enough for first place by three and a half games in the American League East uh, over Toronto, followed by five and a half ahead over the Yankees, seven over Baltimore, and 12 and a half over the Red Sox, who I mentioned that we're playing this weekend. Uh, some uh, Rays making some news. What they're doing, they are starting um, nine pure left-handed batters against a right-handed pitcher for the Red Sox last night. Andrew Triggs is the right-hander for the Sox, and Cash decided to go with uh, all left-handed lineup the first time since 1900 that they're going to do it. He's going to start with Meadows in left field, Wendell at first base, Lau at second base, KJ Choi at first base, Kiermaier in center, Susugo at third base, Nate Lau is a DH, Phillips right field, Perez behind the plate, um, and Snell is actually um, lefty pitching as well. So every one of those has an L behind their name. So an attempt to uh, get it right, Cash is going to go left, it seems, and uh, try to right the ship a little bit. Nothing to be overly concerned about. Every team goes through some slumps. The only thing that's an issue is that in a shortened season, both the stretches where you win uh, several games in a row as well as losing tend to get overemphasized a little bit because it is, like I said, a a shortened season this year of 60 games. So I'm confident that the Rays will um, be able to get back on the winning track here. And I think as you look at some of the games, our issue right now is that the bats have just fallen asleep. I think as a team, we're hitting .188 for the month of September after the first 10 games as compared to, I think it was 238 for the month of um, August. So a big drop off there. I know a couple times the Rays have hit the ball sharp and it just went right at a defensive player. Um, so those are the breaks of the game. Uh, like I said, I'm not really concerned about the Rays at this point. I think that um, they're going to straighten the ship here, start playing some more National League East teams and, um, you know, 
get back to some winning ways here. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to um, call at 877-448-7901 or email sports at power901.com. Do you miss going to a Rays game? I know with the no fans and attendance policy, um, you know, you, uh, you often wonder what the players are thinking when they're uh, looking up in the stands and see cardboard figures or um, nobody there. It's got to be a little bit different feeling for them as well as for us as fans. I mean, not being able to go to a Rays game, not being able to go to a Lightning game. Can you just imagine Amelie Arena if the home games, the first two games of the series would have been there? There would have been 20,000 people inside and another 10,000 outside in the parking lot. It would have been crazy. The fans are getting cheated out of, you know, um, the, all the fun and all the the hard work that the Rays have put in. I'm sorry, that the Lightning have put in. Um, anyway, I guess that's just the way it goes right now. But I do feel as though the Rays will be um, coming out okay the next couple of weeks here. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about probably the most um, anticipated sports of the weekend. Um, no, I, I, I don't mean tennis. I'm talking about the NFL. Um, as you know, the season started uh, Thursday night with uh, the, the Texans playing the Chiefs. So we'll get into uh, some things about the NFL here in the next segment. Any of your questions, please let me know if you want to talk about your team, how it looks, whether it's baseball, football, um, NHL, the NBA in Orlando. We'll touch on that shortly as well. We'll be right back on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Soul Sports fans, as we talked about the Lightning and the Rays, both of which are doing very well this season, the speculation for the Bucks for tomorrow has been off the charts the last couple months ever since the offseason acquisitions of number 12, Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Fournette, uh, a whole bunch of people to add to the already formidable weapons that we have on offense. Um, the game tomorrow is going to be the second game. I believe it's a 425 game. A lot of people will be watching two of the best quarterbacks of all time with Drew Brees and, of course, Tom Brady. I think that there's going to be some... Uh, fireworks in that game. I know that both teams have not had any preseason games under their belt, nor have any other teams for that matter. But I do think that their offenses are good enough that there's going to be some points put up on the board. If you watch the first game uh, Thursday evening, you had the Texans and the Chiefs going at it in the inaugural game of the season. The Chiefs won that one, 34-20. Behind a great showing, Mahomes threw three touchdown passes. Um, 
They had a running back, Hilaire, which had 148 yards, I believe, in the touchdown. <clears throat> so I think that as you get ready to look at the season, a couple things come into play. Number one, there's not going to be any fans at the games. If there are, there's only, I believe, two teams, the Chiefs being one of them, that allowed any fans at all. But for the most part, the other 30 teams are not going to be allowing fans into the stands. Not quite sure how that's going to come into play. I know a lot of these teams really get fired up uh, with the home crowd during the NFL season. Not saying it doesn't happen with the other sports, but it just seems that in football, it can really turn the momentum of a game more so than maybe baseball or um, even hockey for that matter. So uh, one o'clock game, you got the Seahawks at the Falcons. I think that's going to be a pretty uh, even game. I'm going to go with the uh, Falcons in that game. We had the Jets playing the Bills. Both of those teams are very happy that Tom Brady is no longer going to face them twice a year. Uh, if you remember Brady with the Patriots, always played the Bills twice a year, the Jets twice a year, Miami twice a year. So, um, you know, these teams are so happy to see him out of that AFC East. So the Jets and the Bills, I think Buffalo wins that game probably by a touchdown. Chicago Bears and the Lions, that's also a one o'clock game. Uh, that's a pretty evenly matched game. Whenever you get two teams from that division squaring off, it's usually a grind them out kind of game. And I'm going to go with uh, Detroit in that one. One of the games that really interests me, there's probably three of them that really do, the Packers and the Vikings. Um, I like Minnesota in this one. But when these two teams come together, um, you really see some fireworks. Uh, of course, you have... Um, you know, with the, the Packers coming off a season that they may have had higher expectations and you no know, Vikings reshuffled some things. So in that division, you're going to see some explosiveness more times than not. So I look for the Vikings to pull that one um, off. Then you have the Dolphins and the Patriots. This is also uh, a second game that intrigues me. All eyes are going to be on Cam Newton. Up there in Foxborough, as we all know by now, Newton is the starter. Uh, Belichick named him the starter a week and a half ago to take over the reins when Tom Brady left to come here. Uh, is he under pressure up there? Uh, he, yes and no. I mean, I, I really think that, of course, any starting quarterback in the NFL has to win games or they... Um, go under the microscope in a not-so-good way to be evaluated. But Cam Newton, I feel, has the mentality to be able to deal with the media, to be able to deal with um, what will be coming his way. He knows that um, you know Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks of all times, but he's walking in there. Uh, he, he thinks that he's pretty good himself. I know he had an injury. Uh, so coming back, he's going to set the bar high for himself. So far, he has said all the right things up there in Foxborough. Uh, we'll see what happens when the ball snaps. But I don't think he's going to be affected as uh, many other quarterbacks may have been being put in that situation. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But that's a game that intrigues me. You have the Dolphins with uh, Tua down there. We'll see if he's going to uh, do anything in that game. You also have the Eagles and Washington. That's also a one o'clock game. 
Uh, you never know what to call the Washington team. It changes, I guess, every week. But the Washington football team, I think, is what it's called this week. They're playing the Eagles. You have to look at Wentz. Uh, I know that some of the receivers are hurt up there, but they do have Ertz and Goddard. I, I think that uh, the Eagles are going to walk away with a victory in this game. The Raiders and the Panthers are a 1 o'clock game. I think that the... Um, the Raiders, who are now the Las Vegas Raiders, I think that they're going to you know, have a good game and, and come away with a victory in that one. Colts and Jaguars are a 1 o'clock game. Uh, you know, Jacksonville is pretty much doing everything they can to um, you know, tear apart the team in hopes of uh, getting Trevor Lawrence, starting quarterback from Clemson, in the uh, first round next year of the draft, if you ask my opinion. They have dismantled that team to the point where they're really unrecognizable. So, um, no, they're taking a dive for Lawrence, if you ask me. So I'm going to go with the, the Indianapolis Colts in that game. You also have the Browns at the Ravens at the 1 o'clock game. Um, Baltimore, I believe, are one of the top four teams in the NFL this year. I don't see how they lose to the uh, Cleveland Browns, um, although anything could happen. But I'd be uh, I'd be picking Baltimore in this one. Four o'clock game starts the Chargers and the Bengals. Um, that's going to be an interesting game, actually. I think it's going to be pretty close. It can go either way. I'll give the nod to the uh, Chargers in this one, but I wouldn't be surprised. If the, if the Bengals were able to pull that one off. We already talked about the uh, the Bucks and the Saints. Uh, if you look at that game, realistically, uh, Brady has never been with this offense or with this team in a live game. So it's going to be pretty hard to say how he's going to react when they go live. Yes, they have plays, obviously, still learning the playbook by his own admission, but um, you know, I think when you get into the um, the throws of the game and uh, people coming at you and he's going to rely, going to be looking at his favorite receiver over the years, Gronkowski across the middle, probably throwing some short passes to our safe four net or maybe Ronald Jones coming out of the backfield as a safety net there. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, I know that the Saints are favored by three or three and a half up there right now. But one of the reasons that they would be favored, in my opinion, is because they had the continuity of, of knowing who they have around them. They have played together before. And also the fans up there is, makes that one of the loudest stadiums in the league. So you take away that tangible. You won't have the fans, obviously. So I think it's a pretty even game. And if I had to take you know, Brady versus... Breeze, I'm going to go with Brady in that one. Our, I think our offense is better than their offense at this point. I think their defense may have a heads up on us right now or a leg up, if you will, as far as um, their starters out there. But I will say it's going to come down to the trenches on who protects their quarterback the best. If the Bucks are able to provide Brady with enough time, he will pick apart any defense. I don't care uh, what teams on the back of their jerseys, um, he's going to pick them apart. So if our offensive line gives him time, we'll be fine in that regard. If uh, we can pressure Breeze 
which I think we're going to be able to. I think that all the talk has been about how great the offense is this year, but I think the defense is going to surprise many people. I'm going to take the Bucks to win this game by a touchdown. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm obviously interested to watch that one. The Cardinals and 49ers are the other four o'clock game. Um, you know, it's tough to go against the 49ers after getting to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, you have Jimmy Garoppolo out there, Mostet, the running back. I'm thinking they're going to win that game as well. And then the 8 o'clock game will be the Cowboys and the Rams. Um, that's going to be out there in Los Angeles. So um, I think the Cowboys are actually favored in this game, but I'm going to go with the Rams. I just don't uh, see the continuity with Dallas. Dak Prescott has had some issues both on and off the field, and I just think that uh, the Rams are actually going to uh, win that game. And Monday night, you had the Steelers and the Giants. Um, you know, Roethlisberger's back. Doesn't know, don't know what to expect from him. We'll see what the Giants can do. Of course, you have Barkley, and um, I'm sure he'll have a good game uh, like he always does. He's a, uh, one of the top two, I think, or three running backs in the league. So it'll be fun to watch that game. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Titans playing the Broncos in the second game on Monday night. You know, the first game of the season is always two uh, Monday night football games. So Titans-Broncos, that should be a close one. That's a toss-up. I'm going to go with the Broncos in that one. But uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say about the Bucks. Are you excited about the Bucks kicking it off this weekend? Um, do you think all the hype is overrated? I mean, that's possible, too. Do you think they're going to start off good and build on that? Or will they start off and have a couple issues uh, that need to be addressed before they are one of the most uh, powerful teams in the uh, league? We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, as always, 877-448-7901. Email is sports at power901.com. Uh, you are in the gymnasium. We'll be right back to continue the show on Power 90.1. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We're talking a little bit about the uh, NBA playoffs right now. Of course, you have the Rockets and the Lakers. Um, the Lakers are looking to wrap up the series today. There just seems to be overpowering Houston right now. They're bigger. They have more talent. Um, Harden and Westbrook are not a matchup for Davis and LeBron. So I look for the Lakers to move on from that game and play the winner of the Clippets. Clippers Nuggets series, which um, will be the Clippers in that one, most likely. They're up three games to one in that best of seven. So you're going to be looking at the Lakers and the Clippers in a much anticipated seven game series. And in the East, you have the Miami Heat, 
who are already in the Eastern Finals. You know, Pat Riley did a, a heck of a job rebuilding them, um, and they look very tough this year. They'll be playing the winner of the Celtics-Raptors game, um, which uh, that series is tied at 3-3. That's been a very up-and-down series, some crazy endings to the games, a couple of overtime games. Um the Raptors won one game by 0. 0.5, uh, 0.5 second. Um, so anyway, that's going to be a, a tough one. I actually, I think the Celtics are a better team, but I wouldn't count the Raptors out of this one the way they came back. So um, I'm thinking it's going to be the um, oh, Celtics versus the Heat in the East. Anyway, um uh, kind of tough. I know someone was thrown out of the bubble in Orlando in the NBA. Um, you know, they he violated the, the bubble rules. I'm not quite sure what happened, but uh, he was asked to go home house for, um, you know, Houston. So I don't know. I think that if you look at everything right now, they've done a pretty good job uh, with everything, maintaining all the protocols and uh, no one testing positive. So there's been some good basketball on the floor, despite all the um, sacrifices and distractions that have to go on there. So anyway, look forward to seeing those games. We talk about some college football that's getting underway as well. The, the Miami Hurricanes um, won the game on Thursday night, opening up the season. Um, get some more games on tap for this weekend. We also have high school football starting up. A um, couple good games. We had Armwood of Bloomingdale uh, play last night. So I'm looking forward to talking with some coaches in the upcoming uh, weeks about uh, their teams, of what they're doing both on and off the field. Um, I'm interested in knowing if you're a coach out there and um, want to sit down and have a, uh, a quick 10, 15 minute interview, please give me a call. You can call at 877-448-7901 or you can email sports at power901.com. Uh, we're going to be talking about some local coverage, both on the high school level as well as the uh, college level in the upcoming weeks. Uh, if you watched some golf last week, uh, I know that you had Dustin Johnson looking tough. Um, he's been on a roll lately. He won the FedEx Cup. If you watch, if you watch him play, the thing about Dustin is that you never seem to be able to get him flustered. Um, he has that attitude where, yeah, I had a you know terrible week two weeks ago. I missed the cut and. I hit half of my drives out of bounds, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Uh, I don't remember it. I, I, I forgot about it. So um, just move on, live in the present. And he has had a great last um, you know, probably six weeks on the links right now. So congratulations to him on, on winning the FedEx Cup and look forward to um, you know then the next round that's coming up there. I believe it's uh, one of the Opens. So that would be good to see. Um Again, anything that you want to talk about, let me know on the show. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about uh, in closing is that we seem to be turning the, the, the bend a little bit here with some of the um, number of cases here with the COVID. I think everyone's taking the precautions to be able to have gotten as far as we have and um, just stay the course and 
um, you know, uh, stay vigilant, you know, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. I think that we're um, getting towards the end of this vicious uh, turn of events that happened this year with the virus and um, not quite sure we'll get back to what normal that we're used to, but I am sure that we're going to get to a new stage where we can make a new normal even better than it was before. So thank you for listening to the show. We're going to be back on next week to talk more about some local college and professional sports, of course. Hopefully we'll be talking about the Lightning playing in the Stanley Cup, the Rays back to their winning ways, the Bucks being 1-0, and all, and uh, the local teams uh, on a roll as far as their sports go. Thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Show. You've been in the gymnasium. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.